Welcome to another episode of the Common Man's Take on Sports with Kevin and Quentin. Alright, it's been a little while since we were on here, we're both busy, but um, we'd like to talk a little NFL here, week 7, talk about some of those games, some of those results, and what we think going forward. So, the Thursday night game, the Jaguars beat the Saints, which I thought they would. It was closer than I thought it would be, 31-24, the Saints put up a pretty good fight. But I, I thought the Jaguars would win that game. Jaguars are actually really good. They're five and two, yeah, um, and they're looking better by the week. Yeah, um, you know, Jaguars got some pretty good wide receivers. Um, pretty good help for Trevor Lawrence. Um, so he'll have three wide receivers. Like they got Christian Kirk. Uh, Evan Ingram, you know. Those great players that can catch. So um, he has some great key players for him, and uh, I think that's leading to the Jaguars' success. Cause Trevor Lawrence is a great QB. He just needed more key players, and he's got key players. So um, I expected. I did expect them. I didn't expect that game to be close. Um. I, th- I thought the Jaguars would win that. I was thinking of the Jaguars. Um, but I was I was expecting a pretty close game because the Saints looking pretty good this year. But uh, right now they kind of fell apart. <clears throat> but I, I expected the Jaguars to win this. And I expected it to be a close game. So uh, no surprises for me here. So let's talk about some more of the top games. Uh, so Detroit-Baltimore. I thought this was a toss-up. I thought either team could win. but And Baltimore came in on a mission. And they really punched Detroit in the mouth. And I think Detroit struggled to contain Lamar Jackson. I don't think they knew how to defend him. And uh, 38-6 to was not a score that I was expecting because Detroit's looked really, really good this year. I um, man, that that was I, I don't I don't even know how to explain that one. That was extremely surprising to me. I did not expect that outcome. Also, you know, Lamar was had an outstanding day. Probably one of the best days I've seen him having a long time. He was twenty one of twenty seven for three hundred and fifty seven yards passing in three touchdowns he had a perfect passer rating of 155.8 and then he ran 36 more yards for another touchdown so the the Detroit Lions definitely did not have an answer for Lamar Jackson he was slinging the ball around the field It, it was a pretty impressive showing by him and if this is indicate, I, I think, I think that Steelers game was really what kind of turned Baltimore around. I think that they shouldn't have lost to the Steelers. I think they know they shouldn't have lost to the Steelers. I think that was a wake up call for them. On the other side of the the token, I think this is a wake up call for the Lions. They, you know, were five and one. 
And I think that somebody finally punched them in the mouth and, and they just didn't have an answer for it. And I think they'll come out of this better going forward because I still think Detroit is going to be a force in the NFC. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I still think Detroit's a really good team. But uh, they're both 5-2 and two now. The Ravens are kind of going on a tear there. They, I mean, I, the the Ravens really bounced back from that Pittsburgh game where they had all those drops. The receivers did not have that many drops in this game, and they really, they really showed out and were a lot better. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, I expected it to be same as you. Either team could win. I did not expect the Baltimore Ravens to literally flat-out embarrass the Detroit Lions because I don't think the Detroit Lions have had a team that has uh, played them that way. You know, um, the Lions were 5-1 and one entering that game, and um, <clears throat> the Ravens just, they were hyped up because of that loss to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And, um, I think this was a game to sh- that was just uh, coming back from that Pittsburgh loss with all those drops, but the wide receivers did not drop that many passes. Because uh, you bring up like you bring up the stats. That's that's some pretty good stats for Lamar Jackson in a long time. And right now, this is this is showing that the Ravens are going to be a, look. They're looking like they're going to be a dangerous team this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think they're going. I agree with you. I think they're going to be a top team in the AFC for sure. Yeah, um, they're looking like a really good team. They're looking like they might book a ticket to the AFC championship game right now. What? At least the playoffs. Yeah, what they did to the Lions was just complete torture. Complete torture. And the Lions have not had anyone who has done that to them this season. Seahawks game was a close game. They lost, but that was a close game. The Seahawks didn't have much defense. The Ravens did. They. Um, yeah, I didn't think Detroit should have lost that game against the Seahawks either. I thought, I don't know, I don't know what happened to them in that game. I just don't think Detroit had defense in that game. They didn't have yeah. any defense. The Seahawks didn't have any defense either. So it was just an offensive game in that Seahawks and Lions game. But this game was all just defense. An offense for the Ravens, but it's just. Well, right, let's skip through some of these games with teams that have losing records playing each other. Not we're we're gonna cover. So a game that surprised me, other than the Detroit Baltimore game, was Buffalo New England. What is going on in Buffalo? New England won that game, twenty nine to twenty five, and I, wow, Buffalo is not looking like the team they did last year. They are, I don't know. I do not know what's going on with Buffalo, but man, they just do not look like a team that they, they can beat anybody. They look like they're struggling right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, Buffalo last year was a great team. They, they were a great team, but I guess that, that Bengals game, they were just, uh, just, was just like the worst team. And now against the Patriots, I, I still can't believe they lost to the Patriots. I wasn't expecting this. 
I expected the Bills to win this, but right now they're four and three. Like I like Mac Jones, but he's been struggling lately, and he went off on Buffalo, twenty-five of thirty for two hundred and seventy-two yards and two touchdowns, and no turnovers. And I'm just sitting here like, wow. Like, I did not expect that Mm-mm. whatsoever. No, that's that's my second biggest surprise game of uh, Week 7. That's really surprising. Buffalo was 4-2 entering that game. They lost the Patriots, who were 1-5 yeah, entering uh... the game. 1-5. And, and they only won one game, and they just beat the Bills. The Bills had no defense in that game. That's that's what happened. The Bills had well, no defense. Well, that's what's so crazy is the the Bills' calling card has been defense the last couple of years. I mean, I don't know. That's. I mean, that was surprising. I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I can't even explain the New England Buffalo game. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that four was four and three, and New England was one, and five coming into that game. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just really surprising. I can't take in much of that game because I just it's just very surprising to me. Twenty twenty nine to, to twenty five. I mean, Buffalo has usually had defense over the last couple of years, and now this this season they haven't had much defense. They didn't have any defense against the Patriots. That's how they lost. That's, yeah. that's how they have a four and three record. But they don't have. They haven't had much defense this season. I think that's really affecting them this season. They can turn the defense around. They can turn their season around. But I mean, gosh, just lost to a one and five team. So a surprising team is Cleveland. They didn't even have Deshaun Watson, and they ended up. The Colts were dominating that game, and Cleveland ended up coming back and winning that game. They're now four and two. Whether people like it or not, they are four into that AFC North right now with Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. Like Baltimore's five and two, Pittsburgh's four and two, and Cleveland's four and two. I don't know how Pittsburgh's four and two. I don't think they're that good, but they're four and two. I mean, Kenny Pickett is a good QB. I mean, Cleveland's got the yeah. best defense in the NFL. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, they. But they have a great defense. P.J. Walker. <laughs> uh, wow. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think, I think that run game was uh, that part for them because they didn't, They don't have Nick Chubb, but they have Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford. Yeah. Jerome Green, Ford's actually been good. Yeah. Or, yeah. I thought it was, yeah. Kareem Hunt, yeah. Both of those running backs are great backup running backs that can replace Nick Chubb. Um, since he has a season-ending surgery. Well, Jerome I Ford's think, had the best showing out of both of them. I think last week he had over 100-something yards. Yeah, I mean, this week he had 74, so 6.7 yards per carry. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's actually really good, actually. I think that that really that didn't really surprise me because um, I think that... Um, the Colts, I thought the Colts would win this because the Browns were without Deshaun Watson and they they hadn't... Well, the Colts are having injury issues yeah, of their own. Yeah, with 
Anthony Richardson out for the season. I mean, Gardner Minshew's a good QB. He's a great backup QB. I just feel like that they should have won that game, but it was a really close game, 39-38. What a what a game that was. That was a really great game. And I, I thought the Colts would come out on top, but I guess the Browns uh, in that one. As we talked about before, Pittsburgh is 4-2. They won their game against the Rams, 24-17. They hung around, hung around, hung around, and then they won. Seattle had a nice bounce-back win, and they, they won their game against the Cardinals. They're now 4-2. Kansas City is rolling at 6-1. They beat the Chargers 37-17. Uh, and then I don't know what's going on in Green Bay, but Denver beat them 19-17, which is relevant. Both teams have losing records. But the Dolphins and the Eagles, the Dolphins, uh, the Eagles came to play. They beat the Dolphins. The Eagles are now 6-1 also. And they beat the Dolphins 31-17. I mean... And I, I, the Eagles are good. The Eagles are really good. And so they're going to be a force in the NFC again this year. Um, Jalen Hurts is obviously going to be a – he's a threat to throw or run. They got – they picked up DeAndre Swift to add to their running back room. So I think that was a great addition for them. They got all those defensive players in the draft which has obviously helped them and bolstered their roster. Uh, you know, they may be quietly putting together a Super Bowl-worthy season. Yeah, I mean... You know, everybody was paying attention to the Niners and the Cowboys, and nobody's talking about the Eagles. The Eagles are one of the best teams in the NFC, right? Probably the best team in the NFC right now. Yeah, they last year they were the best team in the NFC. They were great, and they made all the way to the Super Bowl and just lost to Kansas City, but... Mm-hmm. I think that they have a chance to win the Super Bowl this year because Jalen Hurts has just been playing great. But, I mean, I know in that Jets game, he was not the greatest uh, quarterback. He was not the greatest. He did have a bad day. But against the Dolphins, he um, he had a, he had a, a better day. Uh, against this Dolphins defense. Dolphins defense. Eh, they're pretty, well, Dolphins defense is pretty good. Eagles just ran all over the Dolphins. The Eagles defense stood out against the Dolphins. Um, it really stood out against that, against uh, the Dolphins offense, which is really good, has been really good this season. I think that game, I that day that game didn't surprise me. Besides the total, I thought it was going to be a close game, but I thought uh, it'd be a toss up. Uh, I thought it'd be either team would win, but uh, you know, Eagles came on on top. I think that game kind of surprised me with the total, but yeah. So. The Niners are on a slide right now, losing two in a row. They lost to the Vikings on Monday night, uh, 22-17. to 
that was the last game that surprised me was the Vikings. I thought for sure the 49ers would have a nice bounce back win. They were missing Debo Samuel and Trent Williams. So, I don't know, but, man, they need to get it together. They are still 5-2, and two, though, so they're still one of the top teams in the NFC for now. Yeah, so I mean, that, that really, mm-hmm. that surprised me. Because I thought the 49ers were for sure winning that one. But I thought the 49ers were for sure winning the Browns game. But they lost, um, and they have key players gone. The two key players gone. And then they lost, and I mean, it's. I, I, I thought, I thought for sure that the. Um, that the 49ers would win. I was, def, I definitely thought the 49ers would win, but I guess, um, I guess they need keep. I, I guess, I guess they need Debo Samuel back, um, to win that. But I mean. They I think have, Trent, Trent Williams is a big loss for them too. Yeah. Yeah, he is. That's true. He's a big loss for them, and I, I think that I, I, I really think didn't think that affect the game. I think it affected a little bit, but I didn't think it affect the whole game with the Vikings winning it. You know, the Forty ers offense hasn't been looking pretty good in the last two games. You know, the Vikings they only scored seventeen points, and the uh, Browns they only scored seventeen. Both defenses really have torn up the 49ers. They've torn up Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy... Du- I mean, it was only 22-17. It wasn't a very high-scoring game. Yeah, I mean, um, defense has really tar- torn Brock Purdy up, but he hasn't turned the ball m- over much. Um, he's, he's still a great QB. He still uh, does not turn the ball over. I mean, he, the... the Monday was the first time that he had turned the ball over like that. He had two interceptions to one touchdown thrown, but I think he's going to be fine. He's, you know, everybody has bad games. Um, Christian McCaffrey had a fumble in that game also, so it wasn't just Brock Purdy. I think the 49ers were just having a bad a bad night, and it just came back to bite them. They had a chance to win, but he threw that pick on the drive there at the end of the game. So I just sometimes it's just not your day. Yeah, sometimes you just have a uh, have a bad game. You gotta take it. You gotta take it. Let's talk about. Um, and I can get perfect every time. Some of the games that uh, I'm ready to watch here uh, this Sunday. So there's not a lot of high profile games this Sunday. This is one of the more kind of weekends where not not a lot of good teams are playing each other. I am interested to watch that Jacksonville-Pittsburgh game. I think that'll be a good one. I think Jacksonville will, will come out with that win. Uh, Cleveland-Seattle. I'd li- I'm interested to see who wins that game, both 4-2. and two. The 49ers and Bengals game. I'm interested in seeing that one. I think that'll be a good one. Uh, 49ers might lose three in a row. Cincinnati's kind of been on a roll lately. And, you know, Cincinnati lost two in a row. And right now, they've been looking pretty good. You know, they're 3-3. Three and three. Mm-hmm. And they were 0-2 starting the season. And right now, they're looking pretty good. Yep. Um, they're looking like they're going to get, they're going to try to get back on track. Well, they they were on a, I think, four-game winning streak, if I'm not mistaken. 
And then I want to see how the Lions bounce back after that loss to Baltimore against the Raiders on Monday night. I know the Raiders are three and four, but sometimes when you lose like that, you lose your momentum. It affects the players. I want to see if they can bounce back and beat the Raiders the way that they should beat them. So I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in watching that Monday night games with the Lions just to see how they respond. Um, some games I'm interested in watching. Um, a game that I'm interested in watching here, I'd say the Saints and Colts game. I think that's going to be a good one because they're both 3-4. and four. They're both pretty good teams, so I'm interested in watching that one. The Colts have lost Anthony Richardson, but they got Gardner Minshew, great backup QB. And yeah, I'm not Saints watching have- that snooze fest. And the Saints have Derek Carr, which is... Who's bouncing? I'll, I'll probably bouncing. be taking a nap during that game. Who's bouncing? I'm, I'm not watching that snooze fest. Who's <laughs> back? If, if, uh, if I had to pick another one that, that might be a good one, maybe Dallas and the Rams, that might turn out to be a good game, even though the Rams are 3-4, and four, Dallas is 4-2. and two. I don't know. Something about that game makes me think it might be pretty good to watch. Might might be... Oh. Uh, Exciting game. I think Philadelphia smashes Washington, so I don't think that would be a great one to watch. I think Baltimore beats Arizona. I'm just... I, I, the games that I want to watch that I think are going to be of significance are Jacksonville and Pitt, uh, Cleveland, Seattle, San Fran, and Cincinnati, and then I'd like to see how the Lions respond after that huge um, loss to Baltimore. Um... Another game that might be exciting to me is Philadelphia and Washington. Now, um, the last time these teams met, it came to overtime because the Commanders just flat out almost uh, devastated the Eagles. So I think that's going to be a good one again. Maybe, maybe not, but I mean, I have no idea. I have no idea. I I, I feel like it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about you, but I'm... Um, I'm gonna be checking out that one. I'm gonna see if. Nope. <laughs> no. Let's see if that one's gonna be a good one or not. Yeah. Moving on to a little college football for tomorrow. Uh, my favorite team is on by, so I'll have an opportunity to check out a few more teams this weekend. A game I'm interested in watching is kind of flying on the radar is Oklahoma, Kansas. I think that has the potential to be a really good game. Um, Kansas is 5-2 and two and Oklahoma is 7-0, but I think Kansas is a little bit better than people think they are. So I think that uh, could be a, a pretty good game to watch. Oregon-Utah, I'm interested in watching that game because that's two very stout defensives playing each other. I'm interested in to see how that one plays out. Georgia-Florida, I think this could be the first time that Georgia is truly, truly tested. Uh, we'll see if Florida can pull the upset or not. I don't think so. I think Georgia will still win that game. But I think Florida has an outside chance to to come away with the, uh, the victory. Yeah. Um, I, 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 they're playing in Georgia, so it's in Athens. Oh, that's so it, it's just a very outside chance. But I think Florida does have a shot. It's always tough in Athens. It's always really tough yeah. to play in Athens. It's always tough to beat Georgia in Athens, you know. Yep. Uh, I think the Kentucky-Georgia game was played in Athens. Um, Loyola-Georgia, 
Georgia destroy Kentucky. No doubt Georgia's good at home. Um, BYU, Texas, I think could turn out to be a really good game to watch. Duke and Louisville, I think could turn out to be a really good game. I'm, I'm definitely be watching for that one. And Washington, Stanford, I think that's a game I'm definitely going to be watching because it's, I, I want to see how that plays out. And that's that's probably my games to watch for for the week. Those are the ones that I want to see because they're going to have implications, obviously, of changing the rankings or affecting the rankings, right? So those are the games I'm looking out for for college football this week. Um, games that I'm looking out for here, I'm going to go with Oregon and Utah. That game is going to be a great game because Oregon's a great team, Utah's a great team. So, um, that's going to be an exciting game to watch. Um, I'm going with a game that might surprise you that I picked. I'm going to go with Ohio State and Wisconsin. Wisconsin has been looking pretty good this season. They're 5-2. They're and two. Yeah. And I think that Ohio State has really been – hasn't been that good against uh, teams that are pretty good. Is that – no. It's in Wisconsin. Oh, that's going to be tough for Ohio State. Mm. It's in Wisconsin. That's going to be tough for them. Um, a road win would be great because Ohio State struggled against Notre Dame, and that was in Notre Dame. So they struggled in that one. They, they will get Tra- Travion Henderson back for that game. Okay. All right. So Travion Henderson, okay. Get him back for that game. But Wisconsin has been looking pretty good, so their defense – Wisconsin's defense has been looking, um, okay, um, but sometimes it is hard to play at Camp Randall. Not not as much lately as it was historically, but Camp Randall is definitely a different venue to play in. It can be tough, and it's a night game too. So yeah, um, I I'm I think OSU wins that game. I think they're they'll be. I think they'll out-athlete Wisconsin, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, um, you know, I agree with you. But I think that's going to be a tough game for Ohio State in the first half. Second half might be different, just like the Maryland game. That first half, Ohio State struggled. Second half, they kind of woke up, and they just destroyed Maryland with their defense. Well, and they just destroyed Maryland with their defense. And... Um, I think that might be the same here, but I mean, I'm excited to watch that game. I think that game's going to be pretty good. Um, uh, another game I'm interested in watching, it's going to be that Washington-Stanford game. What Stanford did to Colorado was that score. Because Colorado did not have a good defense, and Stanford took their weakness and outpowered and Stanford um, just had great offense. They powered their way to victory in that second half. Stanford might do the same to Washington, but, I mean, I don't know. That could happen to Washington. So I think I'm, Washington's offense will be too much. Yeah, but look what they look what happened to them in that Arizona State game. That's Arizona, true. Arizona State had a great defense, stopped Washington. Washington barely won, so... Stanford could do the same. Stanford could do the same, but I mean, 
I think Washington comes out with the win in this one. The Stanford could do the same to Washington, but I I don't think I just feel like Washington's defense Washington's defense was great against Arizona State. That's how they won. The defense was standing out because they knew that the offense was struggling. Because they because they knew in the middle of that game they knew that the offense was struggling, so they had to up their defense because they know Arizona State isn't that good of a team on offense. So. They knew what to do on the defense, on that defense. So, um, you know, Washington might do the same to Stanford, but I mean, I don't know if that's gonna be a good game. Uh, Oklahoma, Texas, or not Oklahoma, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a good game. Um, I, I believe Kansas does have their have has have their starting QB for that game. Um. Mm-hmm. I think they do, but I mean, Kansas offense is great. Their defense, I mean, they're usually a basketball team. Kansas is usually a basketball team, but last year they're pretty good. I mean, uh, Kansas usually, um, Kansas and Duke are usually basketball teams, but this year they're kind of basketball and football teams. So, I mean, yes, this, Jason Bean will start. He'll be back. Oh, so they don't have this. Nope. Nope, don't have their starting QB. Okay, well, then that's Oklahoma winning because Kansas was terrible against Texas without their starting QB. So, yeah, it's going to be the same. O- Oklahoma's going to do the same. So, yeah, it's going to be Oklahoma winning. That's, that's going to be Oklahoma winning. Um, maybe one, uh, my last game, maybe Tennessee and Kentucky. Kentucky hasn't been looking that good, but um, <clears throat> I think that I feel like that that's going to be a good game because Tennessee doesn't have that good of a def- or not def- um, offense. Um, Tennessee's defense is okay. Um, I feel like that's going to be a good game. I think Kentucky just needs good offense and some good defense to try to stop Tennessee, just like Alabama did. What Alabama did was they were sleepwalking, and they woke up, and they just come flat out embarrassed Tennessee. Flat out embarrassed Tennessee in that second half. That's what, what Kentucky needs to do. That's the key to a victory here in that Tennessee game. So um, I think that's going to be a pretty good game. Uh on that Tennessee Kentucky game, but that's that's all. Now one more game that I think might be a good one is UCLA Colorado. I think Colorado has an outside chance to win that one, because um, I don't think UCLA is great either. So I think that could turn out to be a really good game. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. That's gonna be a really good game, but I feel like that you. I feel like it's gonna be a really tough game because um, Colorado doesn't have a good defense, so I have no idea how they are going to uh, going to win that game against UCLA. UCLA doesn't have a good offense. I think UCLA will get more time of possession, but I don't. I don't think they'll move the ball downfield much, and I think Colorado can't. Colorado can move the ball downfield, 
UCLA, UCLA's defense is okay. It's an average defense. So Colorado can move the ball downfield and stop UCLA. Even if UCLA gets more time of possession, uh, I think Colorado they they won't they won't get that much yards. They won't. They'll have a great time of possession, but I just don't think they'll get more yards. Colorado has the ability to move the ball downfield. Shadar Sanders is a great QB. And um, I think that he can move the ball downfield. If he can move the ball down downfield, then Colorado's defense has to stand up. If Colorado's defense does not stand out in that game, it's... It's not going to be good because UCLA will probably win, but I think it's going to be a great game. I just feel like that UCLA, UCLA won't move the ball downfield. I think they'll have more time of possession. I think Colorado will win that game. Yeah. Um. That could be. That could very well happen. I think Colorado definitely has a chance to win that game. I think it could turn out to be a really good game. Um, neither one is really lighting the world on fire, so I don't think UCLA's defense is that great either. So, um, yeah. We'll see what happens in that game. But... That is, uh, that's it for our show today. We thank you guys for listening. Sorry we've been gone for so long. But, uh, please hit like and subscribe. We appreciate the support, the support that you guys give us already. And, uh, thank you. Have a good night.